one aspect is that that over this lockdown period i actually built built it from 60 kilometers and now i'm doing 100 120 like ranging from right. 100 130 kilometers right so that phase that lockdown phase helped me you know gave me an opportunity to build that even at even if i do a 70.3 you're always holding yourself back correct even when i uh, when i told you uh, i was doing i was going to go hard on my bike in the in ironman goa hmm. i was still aware that i have to conserve myself for the run so i would go hard but not yeah. hard enough right right yeah and then this this taught me that yeah i could go still go hard enough like like hmm. like my college days where right. i used to go hard for, for 400 meters or 800 meters yeah i could still do that with hmm. uh, with the aerobic engine i have developed over uh, over the years what i have uh, experienced myself is that i have always been consistent with my training right? hmm. so as long as you are consistent with your training and uh, again it doesn't need to be your training i'm just saying consistent with even with your work right, right. you put in your uh, when you're working uh, you're working in office you committedly do your work there I am Baiki Venki and this is a working athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest is a top class working athlete. As his Insta handle would suggest he is not just a marathoner. He is a B.Tech and M.Tech graduate from IIT Mumbai, working as a risk analyst at MSCI Incorporated. He is not just a marathoner. He is a top class marathoner, winning some of the top races in the country. He recently won the New Delhi Marathon or NDM with a super impressive time of. 2 hours 31 minutes and 33 seconds he was the top amateur runner at the race he is not just a marathoner he is a top notch triathlete that stood on podiums in 70.3 or half iron distance triathlons and he is not just a marathoner he is also a coach with athlon multisport coaching runners and triathletes around the country his name is nihal ahmed beg Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, Nihal. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Venki. It's, it's nice to be here with you. Awesome. First of all, congratulations to you on the on your win at the NDM. Two hours thirty one thirty three. Yeah. My God. <laughs> so yeah, even I was not expecting it to go that good. Uh, initially, my plan was to you know uh, I was targeting two hours thirty five, and with the training uh, I had been. doing for last uh, few months i was on target with that and i recently did a, a 25k time trial before the race so that you know to see if i could be able to hold that pace mm. and uh, so that went well uh, i was able, i was able to do uh, you know uh, 25 kilometers in just under 1 uh, hour 30 minutes and that mm. gave me a confidence that i could you know uh, so do better in new delhi marathon okay and okay. because of the race uh, and 
race environment, I could able to push even further and get to two hour thirty one. Let's start with a bit of history. When when did okay. your uh, running journey start? When did you start running? Uh, when I joined IIT in two thousand eleven, uh, every freshman is given a choice to either take part in a social activity or a sports activity. Okay. And at that time, I thought I'll uh, get into athletics. Somehow, somehow I felt that you know, uh, athletics is something I want to pursue. Not just maybe just recreationally, but I wanted. I had that in mind. There's a sports trial because they can't fit in all everyone. Mm. So basically, there are there are trials for that. So I missed that trial because I I got viral fever. Okay. And then I uh, got into uh, the social service uh, stream. Uh, then they they conducted a freshman cross country. I I thought I'll just participate and see how it goes. So to my surprise, I was I was able to finish third in the entire race. So. so you know that that somehow gave me you know uh, confident that yeah i should uh, you know really pursue running uh, running as in at least uh, in, in the institute culture i can you know do better mm-hmm. so i approached the uh, at that uh, the athletics coach at that time and uh, i asked him if i can enroll into if i can now enroll into the sports uh, mm-hmm. program when mm-hmm. he allowed me and that's that's how it started my running journey into Okay, so before that, no in school and uh, nothing. No, uh, nothing, nothing. Wow. I used to like my childhood uh, was always been active. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to play a lot of uh, uh, cricket and other sports, uh, football, mostly cricket. But yeah, because sometimes we also play, used to play football. But yeah, it has had been active. Mm. Uh, I was never, you know, no cricket. This oh. was in. Where Hyderabad? Uh, across country. My father was in army, so we used to move from okay. different places. So across country, cricket as in not seriously, but just with you know childhood friends. Girly cricket. Uh, yes. Okay. Good. Right. So f- once you um, uh, took part in that cross country race and uh, you know got uh, got on the podium. and then yes. approached uh, the coach again to uh, part uh, see if you can enroll the uh, enroll into sports obviously got uh, enrolled into that so how did right. the um, how did your uh, fitness or the training progress during the those initial years so yeah initially i was interested in you know a sprint distance uh, so he initially made me do a lot of sprints and i and i was able to do well in the you know in the first there's a separate group for the first year students mm-hmm. and i was act, i was one of the fastest guy in that group okay so he so even i was interested in i was in, also interested in sprint so he the coach asked me to you know you can you can actually try to get selected in the institute team mm-hmm. so then i started practicing with the institute team uh, i somehow uh, got into the institute team that gets selected for the uh, intraity sport that happens every year so there is an intraity so where all iits come together and uh, play um. so i got selected into that uh, i couldn't perform well in my first year but uh, but then i worked hard in my second and third year mm-hmm. uh, but i also and then during this phase i realized that i am actually better at a middle distance running Okay. then i'm at 
sprinting so so you need a little bit of talent uh, to do well in sprinting and i felt that my 100 meter and 200 meter is not as strong as what my 400 800 and 15 meter 100 meters are okay so and so then i started you know pursuing a middle distance and long distance running so yeah of course it was only 15 up to 5000 meters mm-hmm. uh, but yeah uh, towards the end of uh, the end of the final year i i was able to uh, i i won five medals in my final year so that's uh, nice it really went well uh, after that so over those four years you kind of uh, progressed from getting better and also discovering your strengths as in yes. what what you could perf- where you could perform better uh, like right. middle and longer so distances yeah right it's also about uh, the competitions around uh, competition around you uh, so mm. when i was trying to get into the into sprinting there were a lot of uh, senior member who were much better than me mm-hmm. and uh, and i had and there were very few people uh, who were actually taking part in the long distance running okay and so i tried my hand at there and i realized i also and at, luckily at that happened what happened uh, at that time what happened in my second year uh, this senior guys all senior guys passed uh, graduated mm-hmm. during that year so there was a vacant place uh, mm. uh, so what so that also you know gave me an opportunity to pursue that otherwise i would have just stuck, stuck with uh, sprinting right. but given there is a more opportunity like there is a uh, choice choice i can you know take into uh, take part in longer distance as well hmm. so i started uh, working on that, that as uh, that aspect hmm. towards the end of my second year and realized that yeah i'm actually much better doing much better uh, at a longer distance than in sprinting nice nice so but uh, when f- by from doing see till uh, the final year you said from 400 yeah. to 5000 meters that is yes. still 5k's right uh, right but when did this transition to like half marathons and marathons take place uh just at the end of my uh, uh after in in fifth year actually uh i thought you know uh, uh maybe i sh- because there was nothing all the re- all the in interite sports were done and i was in my final year hmm. and i wanted to you know challenge myself and see how how well i can uh, perform in half marathon uh but yeah i was towards in the final year uh, i for a lot of uh, like last few months in into the final year I didn't, i didn't practice at all i was like yeah we uh, i'm going to graduate anyway there's no point you know uh, doing anything but then i thought maybe you know uh, taking a half marathon as a challenge would be better so even if i graduated even if i don't do track uh, track event i can even you know uh, take part in participate in half marathons so Outside. at that time only half marathon yeah when i graduated mm. uh, when i go out right mm. so in, in the final year i took part in my first half marathon and i did that in 1 hour 46 minutes nice uh, it was a fairly okay effort but mm. given given how well i was performing in my 5k but i was not practicing at that time i was just right. i just wanted to finish that mm. and the only thing i had in mind is that i i should you know run the distance without stopping so okay 
I was able to do that, so I was happy. Mm-hmm. Which race and which uh, year was this? So this was uh, 2016, uh, mm-hmm. Kiran Thane Half Marathon. Okay, okay. So in Mumbai. In Mumbai, yes. Right, right, right. So, how, what, uh, what is, is something about your first race and how you did there? Kind of mm. um, uh, kept you interested in the distance, or how how did that uh, progress? Uh, so, so I know. Uh, I, I I what I feel feel happened is that I am always a very competitive guy. Mm-hmm. So. when i realized that i did only i did 146 i was though i didn't practice for that i just wanted to come uh, do a half marathon uh, but i realized that given i can do so well in 5k at that time my 5k uh, personal best was uh, just under 16 uh, just under 17 minutes okay so so i know i had potential i could do better and because i am always very competitive in nature uh, that's i thought ki no i i should improve my timing further so Uh, I thought I should be at least able to get you know close to ninety minutes half mm. marathon, mm. if not better. Right. Uh, so, so yeah. So from two thousand sixteen to seventeen, I actually you know uh, focused on endurance. I worked on my endurance, mm-hmm. and toward uh, at the in March two thousand seventeen, I was able to. Uh, I couldn't do sub ninety, but I was able to hit. Uh, One hour thirty minutes nineteen seconds. So okay, so you you missed by twenty seconds going going yes. sub ninety. Okay, yes. so what what exactly did you do during uh, that time uh, to build endurance? Was it a lot of volume or volume plus intensity? How did that happen? So yeah, uh, so I know I had a good, uh, uh, you know, I mean. i have a good vo2 or or you can say a good aerobic uh, threshold right but but i i did lack aerobic endurance mm. so initial phase was you know building my endurance mm. and uh, i was still doing intensity but much uh, lesser what i used to do in my college time mm-hmm. but yeah the initial year was just to you know build more, uh, build endurance and after that i think uh, towards you know uh, even even in 2017 and 18 i was even uh, till mid of 2018 i was doing a lot lot of endurance hmm. and only towards the end of 2018 i actually started doing you know taking uh, started taking things seriously okay so lot of endurance uh, in the sense how did your uh, week uh, look in terms of volume and the distribution of runs uh back then back then okay yeah. it was only so i only used to run thrice of uh, like thrice a week mm-hmm. and it would be you know uh it will not be much so i i i would do a um as long as 18 kilometer run mm-hmm. but the other runs will be like 10 12 kilometers so the volume will be around 40 to 50 kilometers but not i was not okay. exceeding that and right. towards uh, 2017 and I, i started also started cycling mm-hmm. so you know i was you know on alternate days i was also doing a good mileage of uh, bike as well so okay so is it like by that time did you start working uh yeah so 2016 i 
I started. I joined uh, MSCI in twenty six mm-hmm. uh, August two thousand sixteen. I was okay. working then, mm. and uh, I did get a bike at that time. But I was only commuting to office. I was not, you know, cycling in. Right. Uh, but only towards the end of seven two thousand seven, and I was actually, you know, uh, cycling okay. uh, outdoors, like going out and right. building endurance in cycling. That yeah. Way. So how so did cycling just happen as a means of getting from uh, home to office kind of thing? The just with the commute, or uh, did anything else uh, uh, was in mind at that point of time when you picked up a cycle? Oh, uh, okay. So so after I did my half first half marathon, hmm. uh, I again went into a very you know. Uh, mundane routine where i was not doing anything and okay. i i i gained weight only very few, only few kilo uh, few, few kgs but mm. i was worried that i would get uh, I'll, i'll get obese yeah. if i if i if i continue this way right so you know so i thought you know let's get a cycle so that i can you know commute to work at least i can do that uh-huh. and uh, so i started doing that and then in in a couple of months later i also started now let's also you know uh, let's also get that half marathon timing down mm-hmm. so so it was only towards september october 2016 when i started you know i started uh, i began my running again and okay but again initially it was i was only focusing to get my half marathon down mm-hmm. i was not particularly worried of, uh, concerned about my cycling anyway i was just commuting to work right so, right so but then how where uh, when did this cycling um big fra- mood from just being commute to the proper kind of cycling longer distances and stuff okay so so my manager in office uh, he's all uh, he's also a very he's also a recreational at, uh, mm. athlete mm. and uh, in in october or november he also asked me to join for a half marathon okay. uh, so we, we went as went there as a team uh, uh-huh. so i was doing the run like he was doing a swim like and another guy was doing a bike uh-huh. and uh, so that uh, somehow you know uh, from a, there uh, it's a triathlon re- relay is it yeah it's, it's a, yeah triathlon relay okay so from there the triath i triathlon got into my mind mm-hmm. right i thought yeah there is something like this so it was a half iron distance i was supposed to run half marathon but yeah the whole thing is when we went there and we when i witnessed uh, triathlon mm. i was i was kind of you know fascinated by that uh, so that i had that in mind though i did not uh, started cycling uh, just after that but mm. uh, i had that in mind yeah, i should you know uh, the seed the seed yeah. was planted right okay so but at that time uh, at, at that time i was not uh, i didn't know swimming at all so right i thought you know uh, cycling i i thought maybe cycling can be built anyway uh, mm. i can I, the one thing i need to work more on would be swimming so if mm. i can swim for 2 kilometers non stop then then i should actually consider to take part in the triathlon so okay so and that's, that's how I, Hmm. and that's when you kind of started riding uh, more longer distances apart from commutes or 
when did this exactly start so this exactly started in Mar- uh, march 2017 hmm. but yeah in between during this november to that march i was i was also sta- i had also started swimming i was okay. trying to learn swimming so so immediately after uh, coming back from the event you kind of joined swimming and started uh, learning right okay yes. okay and then you picked up cycling as well alongside alongside there was yeah few months later yeah i was few months later okay how was the those initial years uh, uh, initial months of uh, uh, cycling what what were you doing were you uh, just riding uh, longer and longer distances over uh, a period of time and how how did you build the your cycling uh, capabilities okay yeah so initially it was just like that let's just like you said it is mm. i was only building volume i was trying to see how uh, well i can uh, how long i can ride mm. so the weekend ride would be like 60 kilometers initially it was 50 kilometers then 60 70 kilometers and then i was also checking how if i am able to hold a similar average pace mm. uh, average speed uh, for the same uh, for, for a longer distance or not mm. and i was able to do that uh, so even then uh, but uh, during this period uh, i also got into uh, get in touch with other triathletes okay so not in, not in not uh, physically but we were morally associated we were only social uh, socially uh, linked uh, interacting uh-huh. yeah socially interacting hmm. uh, so i realized that you know um, if i could hold maybe 30 km hmm. per hour pace hmm. speed that is a good uh, you know good ballpark number Hmm. for a 90 kilometer distance okay so i tried i i worked towards that to you know because when i started i was doing 20 km 22 km per hour hmm. and in, gradually i built up to you know 28 30 km per hour but yeah, hmm. initially i was riding a hybrid bike mm-hmm. and uh, 6 months after that i got a road bike and when i got on a, on a road bike it was i got faster anyway like Right. So, in in those initial months, what training with hybrid, uh, you yeah. started at twenty two kmph, twenty five, twenty eight, and reached thirty kmph, and yes. then got on a road bike. And uh, did you see it uh, showing thirty two kmph? Yeah, thirty two. Yeah, thirty two, thirty three kilometers. <laughs> right, right. Immediately, the aero advantage of drop bars <laughs> and all that. Right. It was awesome. there. Awesome. So, yeah, alongside you have uh, started training uh, for swim. How did that? Yes. How did that swim progress? Okay. So I was uh, initially I would go out with my some of my friends uh, mm. we, uh, who know a bit of swimming. Okay. Mm. Uh, so I I tried what they told me, mm. uh, and uh, and. Even though they they weren't that consistent, uh, I got consistent. And uh, initially, I just tried to you know do a fifty meter length without mm. stopping. That, that was a this, that was the first challenge that I had. Right. Uh, but yeah, like 
but with consistently so i what i did initially i did 25 meters then 30 meters then 40 meters then mm. i would just swim along the wall and try mm. to reach as far as possible without you know you know right gasping for air so yeah we, we, we are going out of breath yeah yeah okay yes so yeah so once i did when once i crossed once i reached 50 meters that mm. gave me it's a, i think it's a mental thing so that right. gave me a confidence that i can probably do 100 meter without stop so okay and then i started building o- on that hmm. uh, so initially i started taking like couple of seconds after uh, like couple of second break after every 50 meters hmm. but after a while i was you know i was able to continuously swim without stopping hmm. uh, so but yeah it, at that time i was only focusing on you know completing the distance without worrying about my form at all so right it was only towards the towards the end of the mid of 2018 where i actually worked on my form uh, mm-hmm. swimming form okay so until that time you uh, you were showing up consistently at the pool yes and trying to improve the length of time length of distance that you could swim yes. without right. uh, gasping for air or without yes. stopping so yes. how how many days per week were you showing up at the pool to improve your swimming uh three four times a week okay and uh, uh how how was the cycling was it uh, again two three days or three four days a week yeah so yeah everything like even my run was 3 4 3 or 4 not more than four sessions per week okay uh also i had some uh, i was like i was uh i w- i was feeling a lot of fatigue if i run uh continuously like two con- at a consecutive days so i was okay. not i was taking one day break after every run because mm. i was not used to the volume i was doing mm-hmm. uh because since i was only doing 5k in my college so Correct. even doing 12k or 15k every day is was a lot of uh, fatigue lot for me yes mm. okay so, so yeah it, it was so every session was like you know three sessions mm. per week okay so basically uh, at that time you were working full time right yes. even even now but you were able, you were doing uh, three sessions of swim per week say three per, uh, sessions of bike per uh, week and three sessions right. of run per week how were you kind of say if i uh, take two sports i can say okay three days of running and alternate days i can put in the uh, bike what where, where were you uh, inserting the uh, Uh, the right. third sport like swim so like i said so they had a different time frame when i started this mm-hmm. right initial it was only swim running and swimming mm-hmm. and then uh, the bike com- uh, came into picture right. but what i used to do was i i would go for a run first mm-hmm. and then just uh, hit hit the pool oh, okay you know mm-hmm. okay just to, so maybe like i would i was just doing 30 minutes of swimming not more than that initially right and uh, as i progressed i started adding you know 5 10 minutes hmm. uh, on my swim ta- uh, time as well so right 
so, so I, I realized so, that if i put you know if i gradu- uh, slowly increase the volume hmm. i would not feel uh, very fatigued and right uh, also, also my office timing at the after 11 am so i had okay. still a uh, good amount of time in the morning so i can you know hmm. finish both my workout and uh, go go to office so okay so also yeah so that was before you kind of brought uh, biking into the mix so when you yeah. got biking into the mix how did that pan out uh okay so initially it was just one one cycling so initially it was only weekends i used to go for a ride only on the weekend okay okay that's mm. how it started right so it will be like two sessions initially but then i started to put in one more edition in the middle of the week as well in week uh-huh. yeah so one in, on, on weekdays and uh, other two rides on weekends hmm. would be that way uh yeah so that nice so some days would end up being two per uh, two sessions per uh, yeah. uh, day and then Uh, rest you would distribute and making right. sure all the time that uh-huh. you are not fatigued uh with intense sessions or longer yes. sessions uh on consecutive days true basically making sure that you are kind of well rested before you are hitting a longer or intenser hitting the next session awesome that's awesome. right right so how 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 did this training lead to your first triathlon what when was this your first triathlon and how did that go okay so it was in 2000 no oh, october 2017 okay so i registered for hyderabad so because at at uh, towards march i was uh, anyways doing all three discipline right. and i and i and at that time i, I was able to swim 100 meters without stopping mm. so i thought ki yeah i think if i can build over this i can probably do 2 kilometers continuously hmm. uh, but again i was not very confident about uh, doing it continuously without stopping hmm. doing the swing without stopping hmm. so i thought first i'll register for a triathlon where there is a pool swim rather than, because i can stop stop after 50 meters if you know i'm right. out of breath yeah <clears throat> so so i registered i registered for the hyderabad triathlon uh in 2017 it was in october 2017 mm. and uh, uh there was my first triathlon experience and so the whole point was to finish finish swim in 70 minutes mm. uh i was able to do that in 1 hour 1 minute okay yeah <laughs> uh and then i was confident about my bike because i i was at that time i was hold, consistently holding 30 km per hour Mm. uh so i thought i'll be able to manage that mm. uh, of course uh, of course hyderabad was uh, going to be slightly you know rolling hill right uh, so so i thought maybe you know uh, if not 3 hours maybe in 3 3 hour 20 minutes i would be able to finish mm. uh, so but what happened was uh, in 15 min- minutes into cycling i got a flat oh okay and i was not prepared for that and i was of course carrying a tube but uh-huh. i was not prepared for changing the tire so right. it took me t- about 20 25 minutes to change in the tube <laughs> right chill the air somehow and uh, 
and somehow i finished like i took was it like your first flat uh, ever or something yeah, that... yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> so... what a time to have <laughs> <laughs> so i was going smooth and in fact i was feeling good after yeah. i got out of water and i was going really well and then this happened and right. uh, so it was after that uh, you know even it, mentally it was i was like i was mentally fatigued like uh, what is happening yeah. with me yeah. so but yeah i was somehow uh, managed to finish my bike in 4 hours something uh-huh 4 or 10 minutes or something uh, right 4 hour, hours i think mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then came the run uh, the run was good uh, i i i was able to do my plan was to hold 5 uh, minutes pace mm-hmm. uh, and i was able to do that i okay. was i did 144 for my run hmm. so, so but was... yeah i finished just under 7 hours for <laughs> half hour nice so with a flat in there yeah yeah, yeah. so that was uh, quite an introduction to triathlons but did that uh, experience uh, again uh, throw you a bit of a challenge Uh, saying that okay this time is not very good i need to bring it down and right. uh, i i'm guessing that is what kind of propelled you in the next uh, few um, half iron distance uh, right. triathlons the only time i only timing i was happy with was my run because it was a decent half marathon anyway right. uh, so i thought you know i need to really work on my swim Uh-huh. uh and also my bike i and even if i face any technical issues on the bike i should not be like i should not feel clueless at that right. point right right so so what were the kind of changes that you did for uh, you know training for your next uh, uh, couple of uh, half iron distances you've signed up for bahrain and colombo i think right yes. after that yes. so how did those yes. go okay so you know i now i now started structuring my workout well okay uh, this was the phase after that like after few months after the hyderabad uh, triathlon now in 2018 uh, and 2018 yes yeah early 2018 hmm. uh, so again my focus uh, so now i started doing a intensity sessions for both bike and run Mm-hmm. again uh, since i did not had any power meter i was still you know going on the best of the speed but mm-hmm. I, since i was doing the same uh, route mm-hmm. uh, it was okay it was a uh, okay to you know uh, keep pain or pace way. okay yes mm-hmm. yes so and i was doing uh, at least uh, one interval session for each discipline mm-hmm. uh because the initial year for swimming was all just to, to no finish just, it yeah just to build the base for it <laughs> right gradually even for cycling it was the same right right so i thought you know maybe having intervals would help and uh, for swimming what i did was uh, so i used to swim in iit swimming pool mm-hmm. i used i used to stay uh, nearby mm. so there were a lot of um, not coaches but uh, supporting staff in the pool mm-hmm. that know me really well mm. so i i 
they helped me a lot with the you know form correction okay. in, in the initial period hmm. and and i i i also read a lot about it i at initially i was just doing swim for the sake of it i was not you know i didn't care about my form at all right and when i actually put time into you know, how how my hand is entering into the water how i'm pulling the water to propel myself uh, ahead mm-hmm. so that all this came into picture and i was you know getting more technical with uh, how things work you know right. in swim and uh, like you you were looking at the him- engineering aspects of it yes so yeah. and they all, and the, the supporting staff were also you know used to watch me if you know they also tell used to tell me that uh, you need to it, correct this you need to correct that yeah so they were, so so yeah so and then after 6 months i was able to cut down from 1 hour to you know getting close to 42 minutes swim for awesome. you know uh, 1.9 km awesome hmm and then see uh, how how did the bike intervals or uh, uh, did did they help you getting from 30 to 33 to like closer to 40 kind of thing uh not closer to, not 40 uh, i would say i was able to yeah i was uh, uh, yeah i was doing 37 38 km ph uh, Yeah. but i was not doing intervals i was mm-hmm. not as in not shorter intervals i was doing longer intervals more okay. more kind of a temp, tempo, tempo intervals hmm. yeah so i would do go hard for 10 kilometers easy for 5 kilometers then go hard for 10 kilometers right. that way hmm. initially i was at that uh i know uh, i was not doing short intervals because i uh, i was training outdoors and it is and i was doing on a high, on a highway and i was you know really worried about my safety you know right. if i go really hard for one minute you know so yeah definitely so safety is a concern was, yeah right hmm. uh, so that was there uh, hmm. and then there was a uh, there was a race in pune in september uh, mm-hmm. so, so there's a group called recreation triathlete in pune so they they were conducting a you know 70.3 distance for uh, whoever who can uh, whoever who can do it under 5 hours so they gave they kept that criteria okay and uh, and i wanted i wanted to challenge myself that so i thought uh, given given my you know performance from what i have been doing uh, i think uh, i calculated uh i added all the times for you know for a 90 km bike swim and again for my run mm. and i thought yeah maybe i can do it under 5 hours so i thought you know let's go and uh, participate mm-hmm. so was it and, like uh, that event had a, a kind of crate entry criteria that you sh- should have done 5 hours or you no, no. are hopeful of doing 5 hours yes if, even if you are hopeful of doing it uh, yeah. you can that that's the so event basically they said that you know they said that we will only provide you know uh, all the we uh, all support for five for five oh, okay that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense right yeah so yeah so so yeah so how did you do like, there uh so i did 4 hours 45 minutes uh, wow 
that's your first sub 5 uh, yeah that was my second try so on second. i was able to yeah obviously from closer to 7 uh, hours to hours. sub 5 who who was the fastest there were you the fastest in that no. event no right no so vishorjit uh, he mm-hmm. did he did it in 4 hours 9 minutes oh so, phew he was the fastest guy there okay uh, so there were uh, 12 uh, participants uh-huh. i came eight okay and uh, three people could not finish okay uh, nine people finished but they were all under 5 hours so wow. i was happy that wow. i was my target was not to you know compete at there i just wanted to get my time under 5 hours right then this time because i have i knew that i had trained well hmm uh even though it was not uh, not using a power meter or a hmm. that still yeah. i was hopeful that you know given the effort and given this on, on the field uh, on which i have been training i can hmm. do this hmm. so uh, i was able to do a 42 minute swim hmm. uh, uh 2 hours 33 minutes bike and 35 kmph right bike hmm. and uh i at that time i was you know uh, yeah so just uh, few months before the uh, event, event i did a, a time uh, half marathon time trial and i, I did 1 hour 22 minutes uh, in that for the run yeah for the run awesome so it was a, a self supported time trial no Correct. i didn't participate yeah, yeah. but yeah I, i was confident that maybe you know Uh, i can do 1 hour 30 minutes uh, in, in the run and e- but even, yeah even after the bike and even after the yeah. bike but i was able to do better i, I did 1 hour 26 awesome the, awesome right so that did that uh, the performance there give you <laughs> enough confidence to sign up for you know bahrain bah- yes. bahrain okay yeah. yes so now i thought if i go out and uh, participate i i would want to you know do a fire under fire uh, iron man and the, the condition this was the best condition i would be training uh, i Got would right. be racing yeah, the pune one right or, so i thought yeah if i can do it here maybe then then, then it makes sense to you know register for a right so also i think uh, it's also a thing like in, if i want to invest that much hmm. going abroad and participate in a race Right. I would be at least this good. So right. That had in that I had that in mind. So right. Only after that I uh, you know registered for the Bahrain, mm-hmm. and it gave me a lot of confidence at that. And and I actually started t- taking things seriously after that. Uh, okay. Phase, mm-hmm. You know. So how did that Bahrain uh, even pan out? Did you do well there? Yeah. I, I did four of forty-four minutes. That's one minute uh, faster than what I did in Pune. Nice. But <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, but but there are a lot of other components, right? Uh, right. As in, in Pune, the transition was very fast because mm-hmm. the volunteers were very helpful there. Right. But in Narendman, and the number of participants were like very less. handful. Yeah. Only a handful. Yeah. So it's like you keep your bike and you can just uh, start your run, or you can just. come out of from the swim and start riding it's right. that kind of an setup Correct. but in in bahrain in iron man it's not that you have right. to go through a process and then 
correct then only correct. yeah so of course i i gained few minutes uh, in transition there hmm. but uh, i i was able to cut down uh, a lot What? in my swim mm-hmm. because it was a wet suit swim mm-hmm. so i was like i was i did 36 minutes swim nice. and it's just because it was a wet suit swim you, okay. you gain you gain right. at least 10 seconds per 100 meter if, <laughs> wow. if you are if you are a, a weak swimmer like me <laughs> right <laughs> awesome so was it uh, where you qualified for uh, uh, world championships no it was colombo so okay okay so when was so colombo? yeah so i ha- so at bahrain i came uh, i stood fifth in my age group wow, uh, awesome. but i didn't get the uh, world world championship slot there so how how does the world championship slot work only for the top 3 or something it's, it's not that way so yeah. basically it will uh, they have, they'll have a fixed number of slots let's say right. 30 or 30 to 50 maybe per event and they yeah hmm. and they'll see how many participants are there in total right and uh, they'll see how many participants are there in the age group so they'll okay. keep that ratio mm-hmm. so let's say there are 1000 participants and there are only 50 uh, in my age group mm-hmm. and uh, let's say they have to give 50 slots okay so it's like one uh, one slot per 20 participants right right yeah right so if uh, if in my age group there are 40 uh, participants 40 then only two slots will be there only two slots will be given okay yeah so that makes way. sense makes sense so you 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 stood fifth overall in your age category yes. um, that that is quite impressive uh, for your the first uh, international, uh, international ironman and then you participated in colombo and that's where you qualified uh, for uh, world championships world championships so right. was it uh, how how was the experience there so after bahrain i got I indoor trainer I started training indoor <laughs> right right so yeah. there's no during bahrain I used to train very insanely I used to go at very odd hours uh, uh, you should tell most of my rides I did it uh, between 11 and 12:30 11 and 12:30 in the morning like yes so peak sun almost peak sun yeah right except for long rides uh, yeah. all the all big uh, all weekday workouts were all weekday cycling were mm-hmm. on this time why was it uh, was it because of the uh, work time uh, that you couldn't push it uh, ahead uh, or because of the more sessions so it's also my work timing uh, mm-hmm. i was not able to get up very early in the morning uh, because okay. uh, because of not in something there were uh, i used to stay in office till 11 11:30 sometime wow uh, hmm. so i was not able to get up early in the morning so i was only able to do one session very early right. not very early like even at 7:30 if i started is uh, so uh. so and also the pool closes by 9 mm-hmm. so i had to uh, you know get the swimming done before i could go for cycling right uh, and similarly for the run mm-hmm. so what i was doing is i was doing was after 
so basically after running you can't do a proper swim workout right you can only i was doing going i was still swimming but as a recovery or as just a easy swim mm-hmm. so why is that because both day, why, I, why is that because both the sports require your legs to be more yes you or? need to constantly kick to stay you know afloat mm-hmm. and i am a very i am a very lean athlete so right. I, my body would sink if i don't use my leg that much right and i feel my legs are quite heavy uh, i my, uh, yeah my legs get very heavy after a run right as compared to a cyc- bike session so what i would do is so that's why i planned it that way uh, do the swim on, first and then do the, do the run or the bike right session that's so, why i had to you know do it in the afternoon but yeah then i thought it's better to get a home train it's a good investment to have a home uh, indoor trainer mm-hmm. you know rather than you know going out in the afternoon and absolutely you know, absolutely yeah. how did how did uh, you know getting that trainer change your training uh, not just in terms of timings but also in terms of uh, the way you trained was it were you able to because you mentioned earlier that you right. were not able to put in the short intense stuff uh, because you were yeah, afraid right. of uh, exactly so yes. training trainer so, obviously helped with that there definitely so i was also working on my both my threshold and mm-hmm. uh, you know the aerobic power maximum map basically the vo2 Correct. power mm-hmm. and because even even outdoor i was not even going threshold because even the threshold intensity is quite unsafe uh, on a flat road right right hmm. so so yeah i was able to do i was actually you know uh, uh, doing a lot of a more focused uh, training on my more Indo- threshold and uh, vo2 focused training when i got uh, got the trainer okay uh, i i just not just uh, started doing a lot of intensity i was still very you know gradually yeah gradually i build into yeah. it yeah build into it so there was not enough time to build a lot of thing for colombo because it was just two two and a half months apart uh, from from bahrain, uh, bahrain. Mm-hmm. and also had uh, uh, the tata uh, mumbai marathon in jan okay so, I initial plan was to just do Bahrain and Tata Mumbai marathon mm. but uh, because I didn't get the slot I thought you know maybe Colombo I can get a slot uh, right so that's why I thought you know I then I registered for Colombo as well mm-hmm. so but when uh, when when uh, you showed up at uh, Colombo uh, mm. how how was uh, your timing compared and performance compared to your earlier uh, Bahrain and uh, how how was the f- feel different uh, from there to qualify okay. there uh, uh yeah so bahrain is a very fast course and mm-hmm. uh, in all aspects because they uh, because of the condition when is the weather condition so it was suitable for the run as well and mm-hmm. the swim was a wet suit swim so you get a faster time right. and even the bike course was flat Mm-hmm. and not 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 that humid mm-hmm. okay. even colombo was flat but there were a lot of uh, u turns in in colombo okay so you have to stop and you know every u turn you, you actually had to stop and yeah oh, okay control okay. your 
yeah not stop but yeah very very it, it would be as uh, good as slowing down to an almost exactly. stop if it is a u turn yes. right you and know. you start to and you have to accelerate again right uh, so but there was few changes i had a, a tt bike i was also training on my power mm-hmm. uh, i have also had a lot of uh, running volume because i was building uh, for the mumbai marathon okay so so that helped uh, and the conditions were it was really hot and humid that day right um, even the water was a little choppy as well and mm-hmm. uh, i the swim didn't well really well i mm-hmm. but i was I, i think i did 42 minutes or something mm-hmm. for the swim it was um, not a wet smooth wet suit smith uh, yeah it was not it was yeah. a very it's a very it was a very hot day right uh, so the temperature was 28 30 in the morning when yeah. we went to the water and later it went up to 35 plus towards right. when yeah. we were running hmm. uh, despite uh, despite of u turns i was able to hold 37.5 38 km per hour hmm. for the bike hmm. uh, i think i had a lot to do with the you know the position with with what you get with the triathlon bike right and also i was you know i was not, i was never com- uh, comfortable going aero on aero bars on my road bike hmm. so that hmm. also was a factor you know right. so every time i feel a little discomfort i would get on my hoods and ride it and again my pace yeah. would drop right so, so but yeah having a triathlon bike helped there hmm. uh, even though it was a, a you know a slow a slower course i i did you know you did 6 minutes faster split uh, in then bahrain okay then bahrain the run was hot so it actually helped me because i was i'm i was training in mumbai right. so i'm i was used to that hot and humid climate right and and i saw people struggling even i struggled after 12 kilometers but the i people have struggled a lot uh, yeah. then my pace started dropping after 12 kilometer but i was still able to do a decent uh, second half uh, mm-hmm. of the run as well okay so how how was uh, was the time better than bahrain in the overall, the overall time was yes so i did for i did in 4 hours 39 minutes so it okay. was 5 minutes improvement from uh, bahrain awesome awesome and um, were you on the top uh, on the podium so yeah i too? came third i came third in my age category Okay, and, and that that yeah, there were there were three, yeah, and there were three slots in my age category. So, awesome, <laughs> awesome. The, I got the champion uh, championship slot. Yeah, awesome. So you got your first uh, podium in seventy point three event and got your first qualification in uh, world championships there. Yes, yes. And this was your fourth. event of that distance yes that's a terrific uh, progression right from when you where you started yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so did you also train uh, you trained your swim technique you trained uh, your uh, intensity on the bike and you got a triathlon bike 
um, your run was always good, but you kept uh, you know working at it. But did you also train your uh, technical uh, you know bike skills, like changing the <laughs> flat and stuff faster? I did, I did. After that, after that, uh-huh. uh, not right after that, but yeah, in 2018, before uh, my race, before I was supposed to do the Pune race, I did a lot of practice with you know changing tubes and fixing it so did it come down from 20 minutes to five minutes or something <laughs> yeah no get, yeah no i can definitely do it under five minutes yeah awesome 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 thankfully i think you did not get a chance to uh, try it in a yeah race. so yeah luckily <laughs> it happened only in my first race and it never happened <laughs> that is good let's keep it that way <laughs> Now you went there uh, to Ironman World Championships in uh, yeah. France. Um, how how was the experience there? Did you still? I, I mean that Ironman France Nice is uh, one of the toughest courses, right? I yes, I, I would think uh, I I would think doing a PB there would be uh, very tough. Yeah. yeah. So PB was never on mind. It yeah. was just to you not know, uh, go as do your best basically right and so, was uh, that hmm. uh, but uh, there were a lot of uh, hiccups mm-hmm. before in during the training as well as uh, during the race uh, okay during the training what happened was i had a a, a hip injury uh, ah. so i stopped i had to stop running for almost 6 weeks uh, three, okay. there was and it was just 3 months uh, before the race so right after that six weeks break i had to start running and i had only six weeks to, to the, build back uh, yeah build back right uh, so i started very slow at that time but mm-hmm. somehow towards the end i was feeling you know yeah i was not 100 percent, but i was still i was feeling 90 percent fit oh, okay uh, so. so but um 90 percent in terms of uh uh your fitness or the recovery from the injury? So even after six weeks of gap, I I could feel I was struggling to uh, hold a five minute pace, uh, even for a uh, six, seven kilometers. Okay. But, but I, the injury is, more... but the injury is all sorted. Yeah, it was sorted. Yeah, it was sorted towards in the in the last week itself so okay even before that week i didn't do any long runs i i couldn't mm-hmm. do any long run before that mm-hmm. and i and just a week before that i just did a 20 kilometer to see if i will be able to do that right and 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 then during that i realized yeah it, it's not troubling me that much anymore okay uh, okay i can do a 20 kilometers even though at a slower pace but i can do it at 20 kilometers without mm-hmm. uh, you know without my hip uh causing right. any hindrance right but uh, did that injury hinder your uh, uh, only your run or uh, did it affect your swim and uh, bike slightly so my swim was slightly affected uh, i was not able to kick mm-hmm. well so most of my training was using the pool boy where you uh, keep the pool under your leg between your legs and Okay. You don't kick. You don't need to quick kick. Oh, right? okay. Okay. Hmm. So, but yeah, towards when I started running, I also started using 
flippers mm-hmm. so that i can i'll also you know strengthen my glutes and hip muscles right away mm-hmm. but yeah i was also getting back into you know kicking mm-hmm. phase right uh, did you take any uh, physio help or anything during to because it it is very tricky right with an injury to kind of yes. continue training at even if it is not at the same intensity even right. uh, you know managing with that uh, injury injury management mm-hmm. basically and continue training is quite tricky right so how did uh, you kind of figure out what helped you to figure out you know it's okay to do this much and not this much during that time okay. this a lot of trial and error thing uh, okay. initially mm-hmm. uh, so i was uh, trying to see what i am able to do how much i am able to do mm-hmm. and i realized that uh, if i was able to bike well but if i go aero i would not i was not able to do uh, i would there is a slight hindrance when i was going aero right uh, then i started and during that time because i knew that my uh, glutes and hip muscles are weak Mm-hmm. i started building i uh, doing a lot of strength and focusing just on that so uh, the time that i had i would be running i i was strength uh, strengthening my glutes and hips at that time right and uh, the few exercises that really help and uh, or strengthen my muscles and i slowly the the pain started diminishing right and and i was feeling better and yeah of course i would ha- i now now i look back i i realize that i would have i should have gone to a physio and it would have been you know uh, a much faster process right but right. Uh, i but i i was not very comfortable going to a physio at that time and i mm-hmm. was like you know i wanted to understand what is going on with me first right 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 i need to understand which muscles is weak like i know if i go to a physio mm-hmm. uh, they'll they'll probably do a needling or some other thing some other you or some other uh, uh, instrument and heal me i don't want to do that i don't want to understand what is you know uh, basically wrong with uh, right. me that caused the injury right okay so so i was trying few things to understand which muscle and which part what if i if i you know uh, engage which uh, engage this muscle what will happen Mm-hmm. so it was a it's a good learning experience uh, right uh, that i had during that those 6 weeks right and even after that because even after i started running i i was still doing this for even you know even after i had healed right. healed my hip hmm. and even now and then if even there is a slight bit of uh, niggle hmm. i would uh, just uh, go back to what i had what I, the, go back to those exercises what i have done and i would feel better right 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 so you But kind now, of you uh, kind of worked more in tune to understand your body minute of what is how we you know uh, which exercises are engaging what muscle and what is kind of improving your feeling on the bike yes. run and kind of swim right so that you know you can work on uh, strengthening the weaker stuff right okay. okay another example i would say give you that uh, so initially i was you know 
I was not very comfortable kicking like mm-hmm. a, like I mentioned, right? right. I was not comfortable kicking because I when I started uh, the normal horizontal kicking, mm-hmm. uh, I was feeling a lot more uh, pain. Mm-hmm. But then I realized when I was kicking on my side, basically mm-hmm. lying on my side and start kicking, it was actually I it was kind of and if I use a flipper, it was kind of an a strengthening exercise. Right. It was actually uh, you know. Uh, Strengthening my glutes. Mm-hmm. So, so later, as a because it, it it's it's also a form drill for swimming. Mm-hmm. I used to do that drill a lot. Okay. Uh, of course, it will also improve improve my rotation in swimming as right. well as it is also you know helping with the strengthening of your glutes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, trying trying things out, and I understand that yeah, there are things. that might work in your way if you know try out and, and understand, try to understand your body right uh, right so how did uh, it, you know quickly you know the experience there in france go uh, given that you had to work with so many constraints due to the injury so yeah so when i so like i said when i did my last long run i was feeling you know confident mm-hmm. about my run yeah now, now the run will go well uh, right so i was when i went there i was confident that yeah it will go well and so i did uh, uh so when i reached there i did a route trekky i did the entire bike loop mm-hmm. i i reached there a week before the race so that i can do the route trekky uh, because because it's a single loop and it was a uh, the half way uphill and half way a technical down right right i yeah. to face those i need to meet under, i needed to understand those uh, challenge as well mm. so climbing was not a problem for me mm. uh, because with all the uh, indoor training i have built a lot of uh, muscular power. endurance mm. yes mm. it does the technical part which was and i didn't uh, realize it was it was going to be that technical and mm. uh, i and i realized that my tri- triathlon bike is very aggressive for a, for a technical course like that right especially on like, downhills right yes yeah. and there were like a lot of uh, hairpin uh, turns uh-huh. and uh, so and in uh, so what happened on one of the uh, route recce uh, there was a co- close call from a car that was coming from the so there was a blind turn hmm. and i was taking that time at a very high speed okay and a car came very close to me and it was very close and uh. i lost control and i fell down wow uh. yeah, right I, luckily i was able to unclip but uh-huh. i still fell hmm. uh so it was just 3 days before or 4 days before the race uh, right so you know so this, if something uh, something like this happens you know few days before the race that scars you you know mentally right you know right. now now to do this in the race i have yeah. to you know go much faster yeah. doing this yeah so i was worried about it and uh, uh, yeah. you know the entire and i also got sick after i after that incident i don't know what happened it's it's probably my body went into a shock after the incident 
okay be because of that or could be any other thing i mm-hmm. not really sure but uh, i'm assuming it could be one of those okay. either the weather or the this uh-huh. uh, i was really sick for the next 3 days uh, i didn't do anything uh, i was supposed to do a swim yeah recce and the run yeah i did manage to do a short run and a short swim uh, mm-hmm. just a day before the race mm-hmm. but yeah the, the three days between i couldn't do anything because i was very very sick okay uh, and when you're sick you mentally you know uh, your confidence go uh, go down a bit a lot yeah a lot actually yeah. right and because you're not feeling good physically and also not feeling good mentally right uh, there was always going to be a challenge and right. uh, so what happened was uh, uh, saturday was the the word day prior to the, the men's race was women's race right so it was a wet suit uh, swim mm. and uh, the, even the weather there was quite chilly mm-hmm. so we were all, we were hoping for a wet suit swim okay, okay. So, and me i was also i was slightly sick right so i was even feeling a more chillier Cold, than uh, yeah. yeah so i was expecting it to be a uh, wet suit but the water temperature was just you know only uh, 0.3 degree higher than the than swimsuit uh, temperature legal for wet suit yeah okay so so they said it's not a wet suit legal so you can't use wet suit it was very windy that mm. uh, like mm. i could feel the chill when i <clears throat> with the standing there i could feel that i, I was shivering right at, at that moment somehow i finished this swim mm-hmm. uh to my surprise i was able to do you know this was my best uh, swim time for a non wet uh, not non wet suit swim oh okay in a 70.3 distance mm-hmm. so i was able to do 38 minutes so oh, brilliant mm. but after i got out of water i was literally shivering and uh, mm. i i could i was i don't know what happened it was it was very chilly I was, yeah. and then i got into the bike i i was never able to warm up i was never feeling comfortable and mm. and because i was not feeling comfortable i the, the basically the first 10 km is a flat section mm. then there's 35 km climb and then there's 35 right. km descent and then the 10 km way back is again flat uh, again a flat mm. so since my body was not warmed up i was not comfortable going aero yeah uh, i was feeling that cold so and all and it didn't go well and even uh, i was not able to put a lot of effort on the on the climb as well and tried and i don't know it was mentally i was like the race is gone right even though it yeah even though i would have pushed i i, I don't know I, even i was trying to push but hmm. Somehow sometimes the body was not reacting yeah, yeah sometimes you you would just not feel uh, in it right it would just be right. finding it difficult very difficult to find a rhythm at all it is right yeah some so, of those days yeah and okay. then the downhill after halfway into the race downhill during the downhill part i was like even the race is anyway gone so I right just, i'll just i'll not take anything you know i'll not do, do anything stay safe yeah yeah to stay safe i just uh went easy downhill mm-hmm. and uh, well, yeah got into the transition and i was like 
I just now I, then I felt like I just want just to hmm. be over. Right. Like, right. So, but yeah, just somehow running is something which I l- love dearly. Uh, hmm. I I cannot just uh, you know. Nah. I didn't want to do it just on you know just to get over with. I wanted to. I still wanted to have a decent run. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'll just hold for a uh, four minute per kilometer pace. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I did that. I did that. I consistently pay, uh, hold that pace for the entire uh, okay. half marathon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. If, there are a lot of learnings if i look back there are a lot of learning that i have mm-hmm. uh, even though it was not a good day for me but i do look back and i could say that yeah there are a lot of learnings that i have okay uh, what were some of those so, it's first thing is never take anything for granted right i i thought it will be a wet going to be a wet suit swim yeah. i took it very granted like any yeah, so it is going to be a wet suit so i cannot take that for granted secondly yeah. it was a very technical i should have read the hmm. uh, route much before i got there i uh, should have yeah keep a riser on for, hmm. for the for the aero bars or hmm. could have actually gone for a road bike you know right because it was so technical and hmm. because anyway the 70 km 35 km is anyway a climb Time. right right so tri tri bike is anyway going to be a heavy right and it's not going to be a faster time so hmm. it would have been so I, either of those two changes hmm. uh i should have been really careful with when i was doing the route recce so it right. was silly i yeah. should not be going that fast at a, on a blind turn right so it's not yeah i think it was not a race since it was not a race it was yeah. just a route uh, recce yeah so, but yeah I, things like that happen yeah i think the uh, what we consider as failures teaches more much more than what we consider our successes right or good races true, true. definitely true. definitely but you yeah. came out of that and uh, de- you know got into uh, got onto the podium of uh, the first ironman event in india the goa yeah. track goa 70.3 how how was that uh, experience overall uh, you like, you finished so, second overall right there yes yes that's right so after uh, france i was really disappointed with uh, with everything basically mm. but <laughs> but yeah so i was more disappointed with my bike because i have been working a lot on my bike because building up to france uh, i was not able to improve on my run because of the injury mm. but yeah i was really working hard on my bike uh, and i was actually training uh, you know like i said i got the intro trainer so mm. i was you know doing a power based threshold and you to be training right uh, so i wanted to see how well i could perform you know, on a uh, how much basically this is a test for me right now yeah. this race i couldn't do that in nice mm. um, for whichever reason but i wanted to Uh, feel that so the whole uh, the idea was to go as hard as as possible on the bike okay. i had that in mind like hmm. i didn't care about anything else okay so for me it was like yeah i have trained so much on my bike i will 
give all almost like 95 at least nine, if not 100 percent i'll give my 95 percent on the bike because i i still, still have, to, have run, to run right yeah <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so i'll start i'll i'll start from the beginning uh, right so it's a very choppy day hmm. uh, a lot of uh side wave and uh side current right so and it was an it was an anti-clockwise loop mm-hmm it was a very windy it was a very choppy day uh, mm-hmm. on the swim with lot of side current okay. and uh, we were we were supposed to swim the in the anti clockwise direction and the roads were on the left side mm-hmm. and uh, so <clears throat> and another thing what happened is that this they were sending too many people with a you know they were of course sending only three people at a time but Uh, they should have given at least eight second between every three people to go, but it was only a couple of seconds. They were only waiting for the couple of seconds till they send the second group and then the next group. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, when we entered the water, it got crowd. It was you know it get crowdy, right? And this the side waves are pushing us towards the rope. So basically, we were all getting pushed into us in like. Push into each other and right. towards the rope. Yeah, and it was a horrible experience. The first stretch was a very, literally, very horrible experience for me. Yeah, uh, I was whatever I do, I was always thrown towards the rope, and uh, so it happened. I don't know what I was going to. At that time, it was I was like, you know, I was in a survival mode. Like I have to survive this thing. I don't know. I was right. not concerned. Bothered about anything else. Yeah. Uh, a couple of times, uh, uh, so because of the rope are anchored into into the bed, right? So Correct. Hmm. Those ropes were because we were pushed through the ropes. Those ropes, when when we reached there, you were getting entangled into those ropes. Entangled those ropes as well. Okay. And my one, I was not able to get my leg out of that uh, entangled wow. rope. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and I got uh, a bit. Uh, You you and, get spooked out, right? Yes. Panicked. Yeah. Yeah, I went into a panic state at the moment, and somehow got myself out. I had to literally hold, uh, hold the rope from one hand and get take the, it take it out. Yeah. And then start swimming again. Yeah. And complete the loop, and we have to do it twice. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was. slightly more calm hmm. because i know now what uh, i'm expecting like what yeah. to expect right yeah. so the second loop even though it was again a struggle but went in a bit much better manner than hmm. the first loop right uh, it was it was a really bad swim i did 45 minutes or 46 i don't know 46 yeah. minutes 45 46 minutes swim yeah. uh, as compared to 38 minutes what i did in correct uh, uh, france yeah france yeah. I thought I did really terribly bad, mm. uh, but when I got out of water, uh, what uh, what good thing happened was because there were a lot of spectators mm. and a lot of them uh, knew me, so okay. they were actually chanting, you know, shouting my name, mm. and that actually, you know, even though I I did see what was my time when I got out of water, it was forty five, forty six minutes, and yeah. even though I was very disappointed with that, but because the people were cheering. and the, i felt you know uh, 
uplifted yeah, yeah. by by that right and so i just ran hard towards the transition hmm. got into the bike and as i i said i mentioned i the i wanted to go hard hard Correct. hard as hard as possible on, on the bike yeah and i i know because i didn't do my swim well so probably right. maybe others they must be much ahead of me hmm. so i need hmm. to get to them so right so i went hard uh so there were three loops so as so every loop i was just looking at those guys how far i am with hmm. in respect to them so i can you know hmm. see how much is uh, more like, to cover it's like an out and back loop so that you can see them yeah it's an out and back three loops right so it's a pretty yeah hmm. so so, I can so see you always had a an eye on uh, your competition right. as in how far are they and stuff how far they are yeah so <clears throat> yeah after the first loop i realized that yeah, i'm i was gaining time like uh, you know reducing the margin mm-hmm. uh, it was they were still you know i think they were about 15 minutes ahead when i got out of the water right. probably mm-hmm. i didn't realize that at that time i was i thought it will be 10 12 minutes mm-hmm. uh, because because i could only see them after the first loop after after the end of uh, the first loop right? right but yeah i i went hard and uh i think towards the end i was uh, maybe i did gain about 5 minutes uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot considering they were also a very decent bike bike right. cycle right right mm-hmm. right so i gained about 5 minutes and and i was the second fastest uh, cyclist uh, on that course that day oh so, mm-hmm. so i was pretty happy with my split i didn't see i was not uh, like it's just because i gained a lot of time on them i mm. felt yeah i did i, I did a good I did well, yeah on the run course i was i was like yeah now I, i i need to catch them as many people as i could and so i think i was ninth out of uh, bike i knew this for sure that uh, i am better i am a better runner than all of them Mm. so i can gain time with them but i i i was not i didn't know how far are they right so again i went hard in the first loop uh but it was a slightly hilly hilly course mm-hmm. uh, basically a one section was hilly right uh, so when i went hard in the first one that was okay i was able to do that well i was mm. able to sustain my pace but the second time i was really feeling fatigued Right. and it was also getting hotter and humid hmm. but i still kept on and uh, i was able to do 123 for my uh, 124 i think 124 for my run okay and there was there was 7 minutes better than the any other athletes that day wow so yeah but i i because they had a uh, the first guy had a very big margin in the swim about 15 yeah. minutes Whoa. Uh, 15 minutes i was hmm. i was short of i was second by 5 minutes so i gained okay. i gained 4 minutes on him on the bike 7 hmm. minutes on him on the run hmm. but till still had four, like 4 5 minutes 4 4 or 4 and a half minutes for, yeah. Uh, yeah ahead of me okay it was good like the the whole what i love about goa race was the amount of support amount mm-hmm. of you know 
because right. you're doing it you're on at your home crowd i think yeah people who recognize you and you know you are it's both yeah even if even if people doesn't recognize me they they started you know they were actually you know, pushing me and they were all cheering for me and yeah the run course was really really amazing uh, mm. so it felt really good throughout uh, mm. and i was really i was delighted when i finished the race i was not expect i was clearly not expecting uh, to be in top 3 but yeah uh, who who is the first guy uh it was the same guy who did 409 uh, in pune that i mentioned that right? bishorjit ah okay okay and i did four, first sub 5 race right guy who right. that race awesome yeah. okay okay but if i look back so he was 36 minutes ahead of me during that race and now Goa, it was only 5 minutes i was minutes. just 5 minutes ahead of me so <laughs> i yeah so that's a good way to look at your uh, improvement so i was really uh, you know satisfied with my performance absolutely absolutely so that that was your uh, you know the, the if you look at the improvement like you mentioned from hmm. your your first triathlon where you had cl- almost close to 7 hours, hours including exactly. that flat and then yeah. immediately uh, your second one was like sub 5 and after that almost everything was sub 5 except for knees i guess right yeah. i think it is safe to say you are one of the fastest triathletes uh, in india right now uh, at least for that distance right so well done yeah. uh, working on the specific uh, uh, weaknesses and uh, getting better over a period of time we see that consistent uh, uh, that geekiness in you that <laughs> iit engineer <laughs> geekiness and then you know working and looking at each of the problem and breaking that into components and working at uh, each of those uh consistently and methodically and uh, uh, really really impressive work there so thank you congratulations so now coming to your recent uh, uh, race right the win at ndm that yes. that was like 16 minutes better than your uh, previous best that is like a huge chunk out of an already good time right so yeah. what are the things that changed during this you know uh, say last year was what complete lockdown for a lot you know all of us and uh, yes. so many things could uh, go haywire you know with no races uh, for any of us a lot of mm. us kind of lost motivation and kind of fell off track and all that but it seems to have had an opposite effect on you so how did this happen uh yeah i mean uh, even the beginning of lockdown i was even i was you know slightly you know demotivated uh, hmm. to you know train as in because uh, we were not sure when the, the things are going to be open and things were short we were not, uh, we were not able to go out uh, right. so the initial few weeks i was not able to run and at that time i was you know i had i had 
मेड सो मेनी चेंजेस विथ माई ट्रेनिंग मेथडोलॉजी एंड ट्रेनिंग रीजन आई वॉन्टेड टू ट्राई दैट आउट फर्स्ट एंड आई वॉन्ट टू सी हाउ वेल आई वुड एबल टू गो विथ द करंट मेथड दैट आई हैव बीन आई वॉन्टेड टू ट्राई एंड आई वॉज ऑल्सो रियली फोकसिंग टू गेट माई स्वयम टाइमिंग बेटर तो आई वॉज लाइक आई सेट आई वॉज अराउंड थर्टी एट मिनट्स फॉर वन पॉइंट नाइन किलोमीटर्स आई वॉन्टेड टू गेट इट डाउन टू थर्टी मिनट्स एंड आई वॉज सींग साइंस ऑफ दैट दैट आई वॉज गेटिंग आई वॉज गेटिंग बेटर राइट in a recent race uh, i was able to do a 33 minutes uh, just before one month before the lockdown i was able to do 33 minutes uh, uh, wow. a swim for mm. the, the same distance right so there was i, I was seeing sign that i can get much better if i you know uh, continue training uh, right. that passion mm. uh, but then the pools were closed initially and then we were not allowed to go out uh, so right swim was out of picture first and then run was out of picture mm. thankfully because i had the indoor trainer i was i, I was able to uh, bike but uh, mm. initially was i was uncertain right what to train for because right. even, you're not sure sure yeah. uh, but uh, you know uh, it's it's also uh, it's my nature that i cannot just stay away from from the game for a mm. long mm. even though if it just training Hmm. uh i i can't just stay away uh so initially uh i thought th- okay it's okay if i'm not able to swim i'll work on my upper body strength hmm. uh because i know i still haven't you know i i have never really worked on that hmm. but out of pool uh, strength as close let's work on that and uh, since for running i thought maybe you know i can work i can also work a bit more on my own uh, stability so hmm. i had recently had very few, uh, issues with my my own stability in terms of i had a few uh, lower uh, leg related uh, i would not say injuries but hmm. there are some, not major injuries but a minor injury uh, minor minor injuries hmm. uh, so i thought yeah maybe this is the time where i can you know put focused uh, put more focus on these aspects because mm-hmm. if i would just go out and train i would you know, miss on this opportunity and because i have more time now i can work right. on that we started mm-hmm. uh, that way mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so and i was just cycling at that time because that's the only way i could uh, right do aerobic any aerobic effort since i had uh, uh, at least i can i could do uh, cycling i thought yeah Uh, let's focus on that how much ever power i can build uh, in the next few months still mm-hmm. unsure of how long the lockdown will take right uh, yeah but i could see a lot of improvement in my bike in the initial phase uh, initial phase itself i had a lot to do with because i was only doing cycling i was right. not running yeah. in a way this cycling and running sometimes they complement each other sometimes you know they kind there are there also kind of hindrance right uh, to each other because mm. you're not putting up enough hours in either in, of those uh, yeah either of those so mm. that can that way it's a hindrance but still on overall fitness when of course you are gaining more correct mm. so but yeah when i was doing just doing uh, cycling i could see i was improving a lot and again uh, after four weeks into lockdown Uh, i thought yeah, that that's enough i can't i can't stay away from running <laughs> uh-huh. uh, i so i you know i had to actually ask the security uh, security in my complex you know uh, to let me run 
right so i can just run in the in the society as well. i'll not go out on the yeah. road i'll just yeah. run inside mm. so they said okay it's okay you can yeah. run inside yeah and and also i used at that time uh, it was also ramzan mm-hmm. uh, so okay. i was fasting so i mm. i would not uh, go out in the mo- in the day i would mm. only do it after i after sunset okay so so i used to go for a run in the night uh, mm. so no one was there so they were all okay with that so right i saw slowly started getting into the running hmm. initially again you know i was trying to get my running fitness back was not just doing a lot of uh, just building the mileages again yeah but not, not doing any specific workouts but hmm. just wanted to get there get that endurance back right uh, so that was the initial phase and uh the main focus was again to get the big uh bike fitness up because that's the only measurable aspect i could see right mm. uh, because i can't i can't go and do a running uh, a time trial within in that this, complex I, yeah in this complex right it's, yeah. it's just absurd to do yeah. that so yeah. i thought okay let's i'll just keep the fitness as it is mm. i'll if i have to do a, a time trial or anything i'll do it on the bike and as right. is my bike fitness hmm so it was going well and uh, towards the towards the end of july uh, towards end of june uh i because the restrictions were uh, relaxed Lifted. a bit yeah yeah i went home i went to hyderabad uh took everything <laughs> to hyderabad uh-huh. uh and uh, even then i was again doing i was now build, i was building more mileages for my run mm. uh still doing a lot of cycling and uh, more intense session on the bike but mm. just doing enough volume on the run run uh, right so the reason i was doing this is another aspect of this so re- one is of course i was not able to do intensity but mm. it's also that i was i never worked on my running mileage right okay. even when i did the 2 hour 47 marathon in uh, in tata mumbai marathon i was only doing 60 kilometers per week okay okay as compared mm. to what i'm doing right now is 120 kilometers per week. wow almost double right almost mm. double mm. so one aspect is that that over this lockdown period i actually built built it from 60 kilometers and now i'm doing 100 120 like ranging from right. 101 30 kilometers right so that phase that lockdown phase helped me you know gave me an opportunity to build that you know right so since i was only building mileage i i was not that worried about recovery in terms mm. because i was putting a hard effort right so i was able to build mileage and I, as i got more comfortable with the mileage mm. uh, i thought once i'm comfortable with mileage i'll be able to if i put have to put in or cut down a mileage a bit to include intensity i will be able to do it but right. i will still be doing at a higher uh, mileage correct I, i had always had a plan to go to pune and since i was still working from home and offices were not going to open till you know at that time it was april right now mm. it has extended august or september yeah. whenever they are going to open but at least for, at least for six months it was not going to open i thought i'll go to pune and stay there and because i'm uh, a friend of mine anirban mukherjee he uh, 
he opened his art sports academy okay uh, where, where he uh, he has a lot of uh, athletes mostly runners mm-hmm. from different places uh, the underprivileged uh, runners okay uh, so he has sponsored the those athletes to train and race race together mm-hmm. so he i saw also uh, he said you can come and train with them so, okay so i thought yeah i'll have a good company with them mm-hmm. and uh, i know i also knew a lot of good cyclists in pune okay so i thought yeah, i can do my running uh, you know specific workout with them and cycling specific workout with the the cyclists i know in pune yeah so yeah so so i i came in came to pune in mid of october mm. uh, Got a one BHK, settled into it, and uh, yeah, from there, the last four months, I got chance to you know express myself in terms of doing a hard work session. Initially, the again I pulled uh, the mileage back, but as I went on ahead, I slowly added more volume, mm-hmm. and uh, in January I was doing I did a couple of uh, Cross country run, ten kilometers run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I did. I initially I did a five kilometer time trial to see how how much. It's a good fitness test for anyone. Right. To assess uh, how much you have improved, like a threshold test. It's it's like bike, an FTP test right? for bike, right? Yeah. So yes, yes. I was able to improve by twenty two seconds. it might not uh, be a lot but yeah it was still a good indication that i have improved a lot uh, mm. yeah, in the in the one year including right. lockdown plus the training mm. i have been doing mm-hmm. and uh, and then i did a couple of cross country runs uh, and in one of the race uh, it was a pune district uh, cross country championship uh, mm-hmm. it was only 10 km there bunch of uh, runners who went really hard uh, at this from the beginning and okay. uh, because since i was an, i was an endurance athlete uh, so it's, it's also 10 km is also new to me mm. of course i used to do 5 km back in yeah college 15 16 that was yeah. like, again 5 years 5 years back right. i was never into the race mode mm. so i thought i'll just uh, conserve myself and see if i could you know push towards the end mm. uh but yeah i realized that they were taking a lot the lead has improved a lot in the first 2 km itself and i tried to catch up with them i started pushing to, but i couldn't uh, i still managed to finish third but uh, but but i realized that i could have you know uh, i could have won the, that race okay. if only if i have gone with that racing uh, strategy in mind right so right so yeah. this that you know as an endurance athlete i have learned to be to more back. conservative And, yeah hmm. yes so in the next place i didn't do that i i uh, i just went all out hmm. it was a state championship again so district championship I qualified for the state championship uh there the competition was tougher right uh even though i even though i finished 18th there but i was going all out from 
from the first second till the yeah. end of the race hmm. but i realized that yeah i, I had uh, i could push uh, push myself that much you know right. i never you know because of because i was not racing for so much so long hmm. you know, it's not just uh, you know uh, racing even at even if i do a 70.3 you're always holding yourself back Correct. even when i uh, when i told you uh, i was doing i was going to go hard on my bike in the in ironman goa hmm. i was still aware that i have to conserve myself for the run so i would go hard but not yeah. hard enough right right yeah and then this day taught me that yeah i could go still go hard enough that like hmm. like my college days where right. i used to go hard for, for 400 meters or 800 meters yeah i could still do that with hmm. uh, with the aerobic engine i have developed over uh, over the years so then after right after that after this day this just happened on 31st of jan mm-hmm. uh, i i wanted to you know uh, i i heard about the new delhi marathon that is going to they going to uh, conduct right. a live event right hmm. right so i thought yeah why not just see how well i can fare in full marathon right. uh, right. it's it's funny right that we have to quantify uh, a event or marathon with live uh, versus virtual because during the lockdown the, the virtual things have become so uh, many that you have to call it a live <laughs> event now <laughs> when you say a marathon yeah yeah go ahead right <laughs> So yeah so I thought like I was uh, really happy that I would be racing a half full marathon and mm-hmm. uh, it was almost it was over 2 years that I raced I did because the last one was in uh, Mumbai marathon in 2019 January correct uh, so it was more than 2 years and mm-hmm. uh, with the fitness and the new race mind that I had now mm-hmm. uh, I felt like you know this is a good time to see how well I can fare in in the in the uh, 42 kilometer race right uh, so so i to because again uh, i was only doing i did i just did a 5 kilometer time trial and two 10 kilometer cross country run it right. was still far from a full marathon distance yeah so uh, mid of february i decided to do a 25 kilometer time trial to see uh, hmm. uh, how how well i could do Uh, the other guy from this uh, from the sports academy that I told you, right. Manoj, mm-hmm. uh, he also tagged along with me. Uh, so he was also going to do the full marathon with me in New Delhi marathon. Right. So we thought we'll uh, we'll do a two twenty five time trial and see how it goes. Right. Uh, the initial plan was to do it just under one hour thirty minutes or one hour thirty two minutes. Hmm. Uh, but it went well. It went uh, really well. Uh, we we were like four second per kilometer faster than our goal pace. Okay. Uh, even though again we started conservative, but uh, we were feeling much better five kilometers into the twenty kilometer. And at one point, I even again had to look at my watch, what pace I'm going. I was feeling hmm. really good. Uh, right. Because of because i was setting to that rhythm uh, hmm. and uh, so it went well it gave me a lot of uh, confidence that i could you know 
do really well in the uh, full, full marathon, marathon in New Delhi. From that performance, I thought I should be able to do under two or thirty-five minutes. Uh, just that I need to. I sh- things should not go wrong in terms of because we never know what will happen after thirty kilometers. Right. So there is always that thing in mind. Ki, uh, what might happen? You might. end up having cramps you might be under fueled you might be oh, even if you over fueled you can yeah. still bonk right uh, so many things that would go wrong after 30 35 km mm. uh, but yeah but it's it was good that we did that 25 km time trial because it gave us confidence that yeah yeah, yeah this is the pace where we could you know aim for mm. right So let's see what happens after the decameters. Even if we are able to do this pace, the decameters, right? Uh, if not two thirty-five, maybe two under two forty is also not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so that's what we had in mind. Again, again, I started the race, uh, New Delhi Marathon, very conservatively, and actually I was not feeling really good that day. I don't know. There was some okay. some stomach cramps or pains I had. Uh, mm. Not feeling really good. At the start, hmm. uh, but a few kilometers, six kilometers, I was like, okay, the pace is slightly slower than what uh, we planned for. Hmm. But I thought because I'm not feeling good, let's hmm. keep it this way. Yeah. Uh, but we were still uh, uh, overtaking people. Okay. Uh, so after that, after six kilometers, I actually stopped looking at my watch and hmm. I thought, okay, let's let's try to get to, you know, get to the uh, lead group. Hmm. Uh, It, you know okay because uh, so we we started to overtake a lot of people and uh, towards 9 km i could see the lead group uh, in front of me me and manoj right right your training partner it, mm. yes so we were together uh, the mm. whole time right so our plan was to go together and see how it goes after that is right yeah so yeah so we were able to reach to the Uh, leading lead group there were only three people hmm. uh, that group so we were basically fourth and fifth uh, hmm. at, that, at that time right and uh, so we surged a bit reached up to them at around uh, 10.5 or 11 kilometer mark right and uh, it was then basically it was we were pushing each other so okay I thought uh, once I overtake them, they'll not come back. That because that's what was happening with uh, the with the other runners. Once right. I start, to, right? So I thought it'll be just me and Manoj after that. Right. But they also started pushing. Right. So every kilometer or so, someone would surge again to yeah. take the lead. Yeah. So it went that way till eighteen, nineteen kilometers. Hmm. Uh, till uh, and then one of the guy in that group. Uh, He surged. He surged to a much faster pace, mm. and uh, I looked at my watch that, and I thought, no, let's hold back because we are going at a very, yeah. we are already overshooting our uh, target goal pace. Yeah. yeah. So let's not go and go and catch. Try to catch him. Let's hold back. Yeah. Uh, because and I I don't know. I, some instinctively I knew that. That guy is going to slow down in some time. Right. Because, it's not sustainable. Because yeah, it's not sustainable. And also, when I, he was running with us, hmm. I could see that he was not. He was he was pushing hard. Yeah. And 
comfortable you, you could tell from the breathing and stuff yes hmm. so i thought okay let him search for a while and but he was always in the vicinity i could always see him even if he was when he was 100 meters ahead of me i was able to see him right hmm. uh, and uh, so he maintained that lead for 25 km till 20 from 19 to 25 km hmm. and uh, then i realized that he is slowing down right and so like so again i i didn't search he just because he was going i just tried to keep my uh, face face hmm. right and so we me and manoj were able to caught him uh in 27 28 km 27 28 km hmm. mark and then he tried to hold hold on to us for another 22 km hmm. and after 30 km he slowed down further so at okay. 30 km it was just me and manoj and i was like okay now we are leading and now no one is going to come from behind unless uh we slow down yeah hmm. unless we slow down right. so we are going good and but yeah, at that time i started uh, feeling uh i don't know some kind of a muscle catch on my both hamstring and uh, inner thigh okay okay but uh, so i didn't i didn't surge at all so i didn't even, i i i was feeling good but i was not able i was like in let's not uh, push hard because i don't know when this hmm. might convert to a cramp or a catch if i have to if that happens then i probably won't be able to hold right just this so hmm. i was very conservative but and in some 30 to 35 kilometers and and 35 kilometers uh, even manoj started going down hmm. so i started i continued with my pace and at around 38 km mark uh i got a bad catch cramp on my left hamstring okay and i literally had i had to stop uh-huh. I, i i had to stop and stretch and then i started i started to walk, uh, run i hmm. couldn't i couldn't move my left leg hmm. uh, and in meantime manoj crossed me overtook me hmm. uh but he was going still at going at a slower pace hmm. at that and then i had to i stayed for a few more seconds i started walking hmm. uh, then i slowly started jogging hmm. and then i thought ki ha it is this slightly i could feel the catch but it is not restricting me anymore i was like right. okay, let's expect hmm. that way slowly let's gradually increase the pace and see what happens and uh, because uh, physically i was feeling good it's just that just that cramp, that cramp. yeah just that cramp because hmm. otherwise even i was not i was feeling full of, i was the aerobic aerobically you are yeah you yeah. you are yes. completely aerobically in top shape was, yeah right hmm. so i thought okay manoj is not that ahead he's still 50 60 meters ahead of me hmm. and uh, I am I now now I am to jogging right mm. now so slowly I graduate uh, gradually increased uh, to this the pace to the same pace we were mm. what we were holding mm. and uh, yeah I was able to caught him in the next kilometer mm. and from 39 kilometers to 40 kilometer I just try to hold the same pace and see and at 40 kilometer I just looked back uh, to see how far Manoj is I couldn't see him So mm-hmm. at that time, actually, 
you know very uh, delighted that yeah now this is my race right i okay uh, so i didn't push again because i was again worried that i would get the cramp, cramp. But, yeah but i was feeling happy and it's all the mental thing right when you when you're happy when you know you are going to win something yeah. or yeah. something is going your way yeah uh, your body will support you yeah so yeah. it could be that or also because i was slightly conservative i was holding back hmm. uh, still 41 kilometers where i gain after 41 i started hmm. pushing the pace again because i know it's just 1 kilometer and that sounds like a perfect race apart from that small cramp small that pace. kind of yeah, uh, yeah. so that's 15 20 yeah some seconds except for that 20 20 seconds i yeah. think the race was uh, almost perfect awesome awesome so this the building that engine that building the base from taking the mileage from 60 to almost doubling the mileage gradually over that uh, lockdown period yes. kind of really helped and on top of that uh, moving to a place where you had company for uh, right. your speed work uh yes. really kind of kind of bra- gradually built on brick by brick right you laid the yes. foundation strong enough so that you could take that speed and uh, build on it and on top yeah. of that that those races also got that killer instinct back uh, for the full yeah. on race uh, mode so right. from from triathlon mode of long distance triathlon mode of kind of going a little conservative to almost dialing that to from 90 95 to closer to 100 kind of helped that uh, win i guess really really impressive stuff uh, uh, this one really gives up a good insight into what is the kind of work people need to put in to kind of uh, progress right although you might have you might be blessed with a bit of uh, you know that higher vivo to um, to do well straight off when you you know got into racing in college uh, you yes. still have to put in that work to build that so that's right uh, excellent uh, that- yeah that's true that, that, that you need to put in uh, you know like at right, right now i put put in more volume if i could right. but yeah you need to put those necessary uh, mileage and volume in whatever you want to uh, pursue right? right even for cycling i think it's the same game when i was only doing two se- from two se- doing two sessions to now i'm doing a session almost every day hmm. uh, it's it's a lot that helps you right grow especially in an endurance and in a longer uh, races right uh, but Next. yeah also doing those short races also help you get that uh, mm it will actually help you understand your capacity and limits right, right. what right. you can push yeah. uh, even and if and having build up all that endurance harness as much of uh, your capacity as possible in in, in the longer race right 
Awesome, awesome. So from now here, you kind of got to 230-133 is your marathon yeah. baby. What what are the goals ahead uh, in terms of pure uh, uh, running and triathlon? Or what's ahead on the road? So I have a couple of triathlon races lined up. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, it was lined up last year and they've got postponed to this year. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not unsure of uh, whether they're going to happen. But if that happens, one is the World Championship, uh, 70.3 World Championship uh, in September, uh, mm-hmm. US. Right. Uh, and then at the Ironman Goa is, of course, there in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, let's see, let's see. I'm, yeah. I'm, this uh, year, I uh, it's still uh, up in the air. I think. Yeah. You know, not very much yeah. in similar lines to 2020. Although a lot of mm-hmm. smaller events are happening, and we are seeing uh, live marathons right. and stuff. I not sure quite. Uh, you know, everything will go mm-hmm. as per the plan. Let's see. Yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yeah. In terms of marathon. Uh... There's Mumbai Marathon in 30th of May. Again, not sure if it's going to take place, but yeah. uh, I'm hoping for that. Uh, yeah. In terms of a long term, I haven't given it a lot of thought right now, but uh, I would want, I would pursue both equally. Like I would pursue both triathlon and marathon equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but there will be phases where I will be pursuing one or the other. So, right. 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 So mm-hmm. this like last uh, couple of months was more running oriented but i was still doing decent uh bike maintenance volume, work yes hmm. so the maintenance work will still go on even if i focus on uh other, on the other yeah right but uh yeah like I, it's not like i'm going to uh pick one uh, right i will do I'll, I'll still i think i'm improving in both uh both, uh, both disciplines so i'll just keep doing that Hmm. Uh, so let's see yeah, so the immediate yeah, target yeah. for a uh, marathon would be to get under the you 230? know 230 mark so right. awesome I'm see. sure let's, I'm let's, sure you'll get there soon enough yeah. right so yeah. you have you've been uh, at it achieving all this while working full-time you're uh, uh, helping others kind of do better at their running and uh, triathlon. Right. So what are some of the tips that you would give working athletes to do well, both at work and their sport? What I have uh, experienced myself is that I have always been consistent with my training. Right? Hmm. So as long as you are consistent with your training and again, it doesn't need to be your training. I'm just saying consistent with even with your work, right? right. You put in your uh, when you're working, uh, you're working in office, you committedly do your work there. When I'm in office, I just work, uh, focus on my job. Right. And uh, other t- otherwise, I wouldn't be, ha- I wouldn't have time for doing, doing, doing what I'm doing, right? Right. Doing what I love, right? Right. So you need to put commitment to both these aspects, and yeah. uh, of course the bigger so anything that you want to pursue that anything that you love of course you have to be consistent in that uh, and you also have to be slightly smart about it hmm. uh, there are uh, you don't you can't be 
over uh, ambitious uh, you know you can't achieve a lot in shorter period of time uh, even though i was a, i was a decent runner decent 5 km runner in my college time uh, when i was building endurance i was very conservative uh, i Uh, right i was not you know i didn't went into a half marathon saying that i could do a sub 90 minutes marathon but i was mm. i held back myself because i knew if i'm not in shape i won't be able to do that i need to first get back into shape build my aerobic uh, aerobic endurance mm. and then do that right. so so doing uh, like working on your basic is really important even at any level at any level it right. doesn't matter if you are a 4 hour a 5 hour marathoner or a 3 a sub 3 hour marathoner so right it doesn't matter you need mm. to still work on your base and that base will take you to your next level right even that you you do those tweak uh, those you know uh, critical workouts right so don't miss out on that and don't miss out on your uh, yeah is building phase as well right so gradual uh, gradually building uh, your uh, uh, brick by brick building that foundation so right. that you can uh, put more layers on top and right. uh, s- being smart about your goals as to not jump into something like an iron man with very little time to train and stuff like yeah. that so that you know being smart about your goals as well so yeah then, another aspect is it's your recovery that that's right. the most uh, important part mm-hmm. i i it didn't came out in our discussion but uh, so i initially when i was into i started enduring endurance i thought mm-hmm. you know if i do a bit of stretching and everything i'll be okay but it doesn't work that way i right. we keep on building volume and mileage Mm. you need that much amount of recovery as well so right you need to uh, whatever tricks you apply but you need to work on you, you need to give a specific time for your recovery as well. mm. right nowadays i'm almost uh, say if i'm work if i'm doing two parts of training i'm doing one part recovery as well mm. so so your recovery is as much important as your training right so without recovery you can't uh, yeah. gain anything in your performance Yeah. What are the some of the things that you would uh, do for ensuring recovery? Uh, yoga, stretching, mm-hmm. uh, foam rolling, icing, ice bath. Uh, Sometimes compression. Uh, uh, what else? Of course, have uh, nutrition is is a part having of the right here. nutrition. Yeah. Having the right nutrition, right? And. Uh, and also when you are taking it so yeah so whenever you after a hard session you need to be really careful when you are taking you need to take it as soon as possible hmm. for for a easy uh, easy workout depending upon how fit you are uh, it might differ but uh, for for intense workout you must uh, take it as soon as possible right and uh, so it's all it's having a the most important thing is is sleep right right so as you keep on increasing your volume you need you need to also increase your sleep or uh give that body know. enough rest body that sleep rest. to recover right yes awesome. even if you're sitting 
so another um, thing that helped me personally is that uh, i would have to go to office now now i can sit at home and work on my recovery right i right. can't previously when i used to go to office i would not be you know uh, i would like uh, i wouldn't have time to you know time to do recovery right so now the- with the with the work from home that flexibility is there for you to say put your you know as simple a thing as putting your putting your feet up to uh, yeah. recover yeah. right yeah. so you don't you can't do that in office so yeah right yeah. so you take office break right now right. you can take break to just you know do some icing or anything like right or having the right nutrition mm-hmm. and you're at home so you can uh, prepare food according to your need right, right? and can have whatever you want at at work and right. it, it has also helped me plan my workout that way uh, because uh, previously i used to get my both the session done in the morning itself hmm. uh, with lockdown i i'm doing my second session in the evening because now i can i cannot run out of office do a session and come back to office hmm. but here at home i can i can do that because i i am saving the commuting time there correct so yeah so awesome awesome i can still put in a little 45 uh, and 45 minutes or 60 minutes of session in the evening right right excellent these are really really good uh, insights uh, into your training and uh, uh, recovery methods and everything uh, nihal thank you for uh, taking the time and uh, sharing all your experiences uh, with the working athlete podcast really appreciate your time and uh, all the thank very you, best for your future goals thank you thanks a lot thanks a lot for having me here